Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to a very overstuffed and hungover edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast <laughs> right here on PHNX. I, of course... Am occasionally known as your mayor PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, and I am joined by my vice mayor, my friend, and my co-host, Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. You ate too much, huh, Derek? Oh, Jesse, I ate too much. I ate too much of everything, and I. It's so predictable, right? It's, it's so... like the one day that you just—it's like completely socially acceptable to like just gorge yourself. Although I will say, I don't normally eat that much at Thanksgiving, personally. Like, I feel like it's just like kind of a normal meal. And I'll get seconds, and then like that's kind of it. Sure, I, don't know. I get where you're coming from. I think I, 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 over the years, I've adapted the sides and and how our Thanksgiving is more to like my specific taste. So it makes it that much harder for me to like just pick and choose yeah. a couple of sides I want. Yeah, it's right, all right. of my favorite things, and I want all of it in my stupid mouth as soon as possible. But, <laughs> you know, that's the way that it goes, and I, I loved every minute of it. But, well, you know, we have more to talk about. Of course, we want to remind everybody that this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX, and simply for betting $1 on any NBA or in a, any NFL game, you will get $100 in free bets instantly. Should either team score, uh, as long as anybody scores, you just need someone to score, just score some points, score some points this Black Friday, and uh, you'll score. Uh, and you use that extra money for all of your fun holiday spending. But uh, again, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, this is the Black Friday edition of the D backs podcast. So we're, we're going to go shopping for free agents again. We're, we're going to spend a little bit more of Ken Kendrick's money, but this time we're going to be frugal about it. We're going to. We're gonna try not to oh, that's not to spend no fun. Well, yeah, you try to get deals on Black Friday, Jesse. It's all what's all what I'm all about. I okay. have a lot of hats that I wear around here, and some of those hats are outside of here. As you know, I was recently made commissioner of IZW Wrestling, so I am now a pro wrestling commissioner officially, Jesse. I have a I yeah. go get licensed on on Tuesday for it. it there was a whole process. You uh, interestingly enough, you get your pro wrestling commissioner license at the DMV, which sucks. Really? Uh, but really yeah, you go to the DMV you have to, to get go to the your... DMV <laughs> to get your pro wrestling all these other license. losers are in line oh. trying to get their registration yeah, man. And I then while and then Waltz is up Derek who's there to get his his official it's, it's, commissioner. It, right. It's what Window M is for. That's right. Absolutely. But, oh my gosh. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's a whole ordeal. But another hat I wear around here, Jesse, is 
I am. I know I've called myself the king of PHNX. I'm the king of Black Friday. My uh, wow okay. history of Black Friday is lengthy. I have. I, I, I'm I'm old school Black Friday, Jesse. I'm pre-internet oh. Black Friday. Wow. I am I am standing out in a line at four o'clock in the morning on Black Friday at Target. Uh, I'm that I'm that old school. You mean you mean like you mean sitting on your computer at no Jesse morning, I do not mean right? that I do not mean that I mean standing out you in the used cold. to go to you used to go to actual stores? I actually used to go to a brick and mortar store to wow. purchase items with my hands uh and and my money in in real life I had to interact with other people I had as a matter of fact I will say this my brother and I, my brother Dax and I were like joy bringers when it came to Black Friday. Other people would be, they'd be grumpy, they'd be tired, yeah. they'd be sad. My brother and I would be there in funny hats. We would <laughs> you be, would, yeah. We would be <laughs> high-fiving people and stuff. We were trying to make it as pleasant as possible. I will say You're just trying to get them on your side so that you can like run over them very in, within the next that's hour, very right? Astute, Jesse Friedman. <laughs> I do tend to like to get people that's a, again, that's a very pro wrestling thing. I like to get them on my side just so I could stab them in the back. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Get that 55 inch TV that's gonna break in six months uh for myself. But uh no, I I uh I have actually, believe it or not, been in Walmart of all stores. Wow. On Black Friday, and when Isn't I Walmart, say like that, the lamest place to go on Black Friday, it is not the lamest place, Jesse. It is by far the most dangerous place <laughs> to go on Black Friday. Ooh. I shit you not. The videos that you have seen on the internet do it no justice uh, versus where you're actually there in person trying to survive uh, to get a thirteen dollar playstation game it's incredible the stuff that we go through to save a few measly bucks but when i say that here okay here's the thing about walmart i think they changed their ways for the better right but what they used to do on black friday was mm -hmm. they used to have the black friday items plopped in a crate in the middle of the aisles and it would be wrapped in oh plastic God. it would be wrapped in plastic so you could kind of see through it and know like what like if you if there was a coveted item you were there for let's say for your kids or for your spouse and you you need it or maybe you're just selfish and you want it for yourself and this is what specifically you came there for you could walk in the building because walmart was and is for some reason inexplicably still open on thanksgiving and 24 hours and all that jazz of course, of so course. you could just go stand next to the pallet that has your item on it and wait for midnight to come around what's supposed to happen at midnight jesse is a walmart person is supposed to come over and very calmly and 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 you know judiciously unwrap the items and then we as the consumers are <laughs> supposed to just each grab one you know and, and, sure. and take one and um pleasantly and politely walk away without disturbing other you know, patrons of the store. And instead, I'm sure that's exactly what happens, right? Instead, Jesse, Every time. instead what happens is at 11.54, some maniac in the crowd that's seething and foaming at the mouth now for these goods that they need to get in their cart decides that 
that's just plastic wrap standing between that item and us surrounding it. And I've seen these human beings just decide to take it upon themselves to rip into the plastic, which then causes everybody that's surrounding that particular palette to go into a, and I shit you not, an actual like feeding frenzy where (laughs) you just see nothing but the blacks of people's eyes (laughs) fighting and grabbing and ripping plastic and going for more items. Next thing you know, all that's left at 11.59 is an empty cardboard kiosk with no nothing left on it and yeah, it's uh, it's actually scary. I, I'll say that. I, I will say <laughs> that I have been in a predicament or two that I found actually be a bit terrifying because you really get to see the worst out of people in those situations. I don't wait. So you don't like. So you're saying you you weren't waiting outside the front door of this Walmart. It's just once midnight strikes. Yeah, everyone's already in there. Yeah, and and, and the poor yeah. and the poor Walmart lady just yeah. goes over there. And That's sits down exactly this what That's I'm saying. So bad. Right. Oh my gosh. That's and then so they have bad. like. They have like timed releases. So there's some pallets that like, okay, we're not unwrapping this one until three o'clock in the morning. You really think people are going to wait? <laughs> and do you think people that are checking people out up at the front care, they're just scanning and they just want to get people the hell out of here. Right. So like, that's where things really go off the rails. You combine that with the little pay that you're actually, you know, giving to these people that work at these stores uh, and, and expecting them to care about <laughs> whether or not, people ripped into a bin five minutes early and just you know acted like zombies trying to eat human flesh (laughs) and uh yeah you're just like whatever just get out of here i just want this whole process to be over it it happens kind of in a flash you know like in in any of those situations that i've been in where i actually went to the store it's like the doors open or the thing starts and people go insane and they all, there's only certain items, you know, that everybody's after. It's like people know that everybody's after those items. So that's kind of what causes people to act the way they do. Right. Mm. But uh, I don't know, man, I've, I, I, for the most part have uh, really enjoyed the, you know, I don't know the turn things, uh, the way things have turned as far as black Friday shopping goes Doing things online makes so much more sense to me. And at the end of the day, if my item's out of stock, I, I can yell at my computer. I can yell at my wall. I can get mad at anybody I want to. But there's no human being whose fault it absolutely is not that they're out of stock of that item <laughs> for me to take my irate Christmas rage out on, you know. So it's uh, it seems to be for the best for everybody, you know. I feel like Black Friday is is really the day when we all understand the human condition, right? Like like you understand like deep down what human beings are really like on a day like Black Friday when everyone's just rushing in and <laughs> it's so weird because I think really um I mean there there are some misguided people out there Black Friday, don't get me wrong. Sure, sure. You know, and I'm sure there's nice people too who aren't like trying to mess anything up. Well well when I, I guess what I'm saying by misguided is like yeah there's a couple of people that are out there just for themselves. There might be even people that don't celebrate Christmas that are just see it as like a big sale and they're like hey I want to get on in this sale. I don't celebrate that holiday but I, I want a 70 inch you know TV from Walmart for $398. Give it to me, you know. Uh, yeah. but I, I think at the core of it, Jesse, is still people 
wanting to give to others. You know, it's <laughs> that, is know, the, that is the hot take of the day. Dan. I know. Well, because that's what really you see out there, right? It's yeah, it's almost no, like the same. It's fair. like the it's like when you see the parents fighting over the toy, right? They're they're not fighting over the toy because like <laughs> they saw some woman in the store and they're like, Yeah, I could take her. That is not why they're <laughs> fighting. They're fighting because at, at the end of the day, people want to provide for their loved ones. Sure. You know, they want to sure. get them right. that amazing gift. And it's not our fault that we see something in a Walmart ad and there's, you know, it's like this amazing deal on something we would never be able to afford for our loved one otherwise, and we want to get it. And then when we go to the store, they have two in stock. You know, that's not yeah. that's not fair to anybody. It's not fair to the people that work at the store. It's not fair to us as consumers going there expecting to actually get it. It's just the truth of the matter. You know, they, they dangle the carrot in front of us with a couple of items and hope that once we're there, even though we're disappointed that we didn't get the big thing we came for, that we'll still buy five sets of pajamas for $5 and get our loved ones uh, another set of frames that they don't actually need, you know, that kind mm, of stuff. Right. Sure. I think that's the strategy there, but uh, at least with the people I see there, I think that's the thing about it is people really want to, they want to hit that home run for their kids or their spouse. And in some cases getting those black Friday deals are, are the only way that they can do that. So I, I, I ask in the season of giving in the season of thankfulness, Let's just remember to be kind, even to some of those people that seem to be uh, frantic shopping maniacs like myself. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we know some of you who are listening right now are just seeking entertainment as you are actively waiting in one of these lines Correct. That talking about. Correct. So, and so we are not this... judging you. We yeah. love you and we know why you're out there <laughs> and you keep doing what you're doing to make this holiday special for whoever you are trying to make it special for. Right. But I, I I I feel like Black Friday shoppers get a bad rap now. You know, I mean, yeah. I really do. I feel like the entire well, because we've all seen the videos of people oh, like and they're like no breaking joke. windows not... and stuff. Like, yeah, it, like, like I've it, never it, seen anything crazy. like that. I've never seen anybody get trampled, or I've never seen like the mad rush. I have seen like at Target occasionally when they open the front door and the yeah. first couple of people get in. I have seen those people take off in a full sprint, and you're just like. <laughs> why and yeah and what's there's, wrong with you <laughs> and there's a weird herd mentality where i think in some of those videos we do see where people do that like all it takes is two or three people to start doing that to make all the other people start thinking that's necessary however i'm mm -hmm. not kidding you i have seen grown men do this on a wednesday at target because they were toy collectors and apparently uh... wednesday was the day that they stocked and i'm not kidding you jesse the new Hot Wheels, and Ooh. these grown men needed I to try Hot to like. Wheels. When I was little, Hot Wheels were my. Jam. Well, let me tell you, I don't. I didn't know that there was this huge underground market for Hot Wheels as far as like collectability, but <laughs> there, apparently there, there is. is. Yeah, apparently there is. Are worth you know? now, actually. Well, things That's are out of control, right? Question. Baseball cards and Pokemon cards, all sorts of training cards are like through the roof in value and and popularity right now, and. I have no explanation for it. I really don't. I, I thought I thought a lot of th these are things that my dad warned me not to get rid of. And, I, and like in my mid thirties, I was like, 
these are there's, there's no nothing. way yeah like <laughs> i i think uh there the my favorite thing was some comic book cards i had that i found out were literally worthless like to the point where on a i saw a show about comic books and a store that kind of evaluated people trying to sell comic book related stuff and the store offered to give the guy the cards he was missing out of his set for free that's how that's how unvaluable mm, the cards yeah, that's were. Probably not a great sign. <laughs> and it was the exact same set that I have, still to this day, in a collectible card set because I thought it would be worth money one day. So, you know, that's what happens. But uh, even though cards may or may not be money, I'll tell you where you can make some money. Jesse is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go over there, use our code of PHNX, and simply for betting $1 on any NFL team or any NBA team to win their game, you will get $100 in free bets instantly should they actually score some points in that game and again don't make me talk about the most boring basketball game in history there were still two points scored in that game so let's not forget that but jesse i talked about black friday i'm a fan of black friday um uh, i i want to remind everybody that even on black friday you can go on to the DraftKings sportsbook app and find some same game parlays to get into you can find yourself multiple game parlays to get into. You can do whatever you want with your DraftKings Sportsbook app because, uh, you know, there's just so many options. And I'll tell you, you can even get on, on some games, even if you don't find any live games, uh, 3 o'clock in the morning while, while you're doing some Black Friday shopping, you might find some brand new live sports to bet on, just like I have. So uh, remember... <laughs> Uh, DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code, uh, promo code of PHNX. You can bet $1 on any NFL or NBA game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code PHNX uh, this Black Friday. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and the NFL. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP, New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not done with Black Friday yet, Jesse. I got I got all my shopping done. By the okay. way, I don't like I don't like to brag about that. I know people don't like that. Um, it's like You're one of those people. Oh, people <laughs> fucking hate me for that, Jesse. Let me tell you, people hate me for that. Uh, and the the main reason why I'll say this is because. The longer I wait to buy gifts, the more people I forget to buy gifts for, right? Mm -hmm. Like I have this thing where if I can get the, especially the close people in my life done, that's when I'll start thinking of those other gifts. If I wait too long, uh, again, these people that I live with, these, these wonderful women in my house that I'm, I'm married to, and I'm the father of, they are my priority. So that's where I tend to like slide off and forget to get things for other people. And I mean, mm. again, it's not a big thing, right? It's always just the thought that counts. I always just try to get a little something for my friends and, and you know, my coworkers and stuff like that. Of course, Jesse, I have you in mind this Black Friday. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, I don't you know, have big expectations. Well, there. no, it's not because I'm going <laughs> to buy you anything. It's because I want to go Black Friday shopping with you for the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's what I want to do. Oh, I, want okay. us, All right. All right. I want us to go Black Friday shopping and take a look because MLB free agency is inexplicably happening. Obviously. There is uh, some news going on, some some waves being created recently by New York Mets owner Stephen Cohen. And Jesse, like you said, uh, definitely not uh, the best look uh, by Steve Cohen. Why is uh, Steve Cohen on Twitter? 
That's there, that's my biggest question. Let's let's start with that question right there. Why why is Steve Cohen uh, like we talked about this before we hopped on? Like like could you guys imagine if Robert Sarver was on Twitter? Could you imagine if even just Ken Kendrick was on Twitter? Like no, you know, no. it's it's just a platform for people to get angry at you pretty much and unfortunately in the case of steve cohen you know he's sort of a little bit more of an outspoken guy right like he is willing to literally go on twitter and say i think you might have the full tweet he literally basically said that there was all sorts of unprofessionalism exhibited on the part of steven matz's agent and yeah. the mets are a little bit bitter that uh steven matz is now a member of the st louis cardinals Yes, he agreed to a four-year, $44 million deal with the Cardinals, Stephen Matz. Uh, his agent, Rob Martin, uh, apparently really upset Stephen Cohen for him to tweet out the other day, I'm not happy this morning. I've never seen such unprofessional behavior exhibited by a player's agent. I guess words and promises don't matter. So mm-hmm. he's he's big mad. He's out here big mad. Um, and he's putting all, like like you said, like I, I, there, there are a lot of people that I question what the purpose of them being on Twitter is, right? Yeah, uh, there's probably more people on Twitter than who really needs to be, but... <laughs> I, I definitely had no business being on Twitter. Uh, you know, <laughs> I am I am one of the main reasons why social media shouldn't exist. I have no idea uh, why so many people follow me, and I don't know how this whole thing happened, but uh, I will say that I at least understand the promotion of of your work and the ability to reach more people that haven't would otherwise never even know you exist to get like your stuff out there, depending on what you do, you know, whether you're again for in my world, like pro wrestlers, obviously there's a big benefit there for them to get popular, get people talking about them, get more signings and potentially get hired by one of the big television related companies that, you know, could really be their big opportunity and big break. Uh, Same thing. I think with writers, you know, even, even, even if you, are at the top of your game. Even if you're one of the best writers you still need to promote your work. You still want people to see it. You know, social media is very valuable for that. I understand it as a news source and an information source. I also understand like still wanting to be on there, but not necessarily having a blue check mark next to your name and identifying yourself as the owner of the goddamn Mets, right? Like, just yeah. just go create an account called Bodie McBoatface and just, you know, use that to scream <laughs> at the sky and have your random thoughts. I mean, I just sure. wonder how many people actually do have a uh, burner account just for the purpose of, like, venting, you know, because mm-hmm. nobody knows who they are in this account. So they can go on there and be like, oh, man, that Rob Martin is a real piece of shit. You know, and like, oh, let me tweet this out, right? Like, then, then you know, then you're not getting your, uh, <laughs> your, your little tantrum made into a news story, and now here we are talking about it, right? I'm not, but, I'm not sure what the optics of a, of a major league baseball owner having a burner account <laughs> would necessarily be. I mean, could you imagine if someone found out uh, that that <laughs> that Steve Cohen was what did you say, Bodie McBoatface, yeah, and was, and was yeah. out there tweeting about agents he didn't like? That might, that might be a little. That might even be worse. I mean, at least he's kind of owning up to who he is. Yeah, but I guess. I, think, I don't know. I think. I guess yeah, I think I made he just he just needs to get off of Twitter. Yeah, that's probably yeah. When you have millions of dollars, you probably shouldn't be on social media. But I don't know why anybody would like I, that. That especially goes for athletes. Like people are more surprised when athletes don't have social media. I'm actually shocked when they do. 
I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah, it is. I feel the same way. What yeah. What are you doing? You're just asking for trouble. The minute that you make the Major League Baseball Association, just delete your account altogether. Um, yeah. Or but, just like some guys just don't really ever post. They don't never really go there, right? Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to link it to my Instagram and you'll get some posts from there whenever I post there. But that's yeah. about it. You know, yeah. that kind of thing, right? Right. right. So, um, but yeah, no, we had, uh, of course, some free agency action happening, even though, again, as we've talked about several times, we are so close now, just a few days away from the impending lockout. Um, but uh, the there is some movement. MLB Players Association agreed to move up tender di- deadline um, amid lockout uncertainty. Uh, so Major League Baseball and the Players Union have agreed to move the upcoming deadline for team to offer contracts to certain players in order to keep them out of potential limbo in the event that we do have a work stoppage, which we are going to. So the tender deadline was moved from December 2nd, which would have been beyond the the lockout, which would allow them not to do anything about this to now being November 30th. So that would be uh, at 8 p.m. So that's just before the collective bargaining agreement expires the following day at yeah. midnight or 11.59 p.m. Hmm. Yeah, so, but this is what, interesting. It is. I, I think it's uh, at least it's not super encouraging for them to get a deal done. But I imagine that it's very beneficial for the players that could potentially be in this limbo that they're discussing uh, of wanting to get that, you know, settled up before we are, you know, in a situation of, of a work stoppage. Right. Uh, yeah. But we we do have some free agency moves that have been made. Justin Verlander signed a yeah. one year deal with a player option back with the Houston Astros. Uh, and then we got Eduardo Rodriguez's deal with the Detroit Tigers. Uh, yeah, we have they've got no... money to spend. The Detroit Tigers, they're they are kind of a team to look out for. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Eduardo Rodriguez, he's not necessarily an ace, but he's got big-time stuff, uh, and there's definitely some some reason to be excited there. And the Tigers are going to be in the mix on, on some of these bigger-name guys. So uh, I am I am all aboard with the Detroit Tigers. They've, they have been through it the last few years, so – Hopefully they can start to turn things around. And they seem very active. They're tied to almost every name. It feels like, you know, like whenever they bring up guys, it feels like the Tigers are, even if they're not the first team they bring up, they're one of the teams that bring up. It's because they don't, they, they have a lot of needs and they have a lot of money that they're apparently willing to spend. So it's sort of like if someone's on the market, who's, you know, going to move the needle, the Tigers are going to be in the mix. Um, but going back to the Steven Matz deal real fast, I mean, like the weird thing about this tweet is I, I imagine this happens to teams all the time, right? Like I imagine this is common practice for a free agent to potentially flirt with a new team and yeah. then end up going to sign w- with a different team, right? Right. Um, he was he was a part of the Toronto Blue Jays run and he is leaving the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are expected to be aggressive in free agency as well. So uh, I don't, I don't know, but the Cardinals obviously signing him away. Uh, uh, Brandon belt signed a new or accepted the giants qualifying offer. So he'll be back with the giants. And then also yeah. he's been uh, really good lately. Brandon belt is like low key been one of the best hitters in baseball the last couple of years. You don't really notice, but he's been, I mean, his numbers are insane over the last two seasons. 
So I guess the only big move from one team to the next that we haven't discussed is Kendall Graveman um, has left the Astros to sign a new three-year deal with the White Sox, who is another team, another team that's young and impressive and continuing to improve. So that's a good signing for them. There are a lot of names unsigned, though, still, obviously, in the free agent market. So uh, yeah. I wanted to just kind of stroll through and, you know, you yelled at me for talking too seriously about Starling Marte. So I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to talk Starling Marte type players, but I do want to talk about some. You're of not the guys. getting a Black Friday discount on Starling okay. Marte. Let's well, just say I, it. Let's uh, just say it that way. <laughs> let's. Let, I, I have a few players I want to proposition you on to see if you think we could get a, a Black Friday type deal on some okay. of these guys. Okay. Sure. All right. Um, one of the guys that obviously I've you know coveted and wanted back is Eduardo Escobar. Do you think Escobar could be the ultimate Black Friday deal for the Diamondbacks if they're able to re-sign him? That's a pretty that's a pretty compelling um pretty compelling guy to bring up. We've we've talked about his name before. Um obviously like from a history standpoint it's not very common for a player to, you know, have their contract expire somewhere, you know, get traded at the deadline um and then uh, you know, come back to the team that they got traded from. We don't see that very often, but Eduardo Escobar did really seem to enjoy his time in Arizona. And just given his age and the fact that there's not much of a ceiling there, um, he's one of the better third basemen on the market, Derek. I mean, other than, you know, Kyle Seeger at the very top, uh, along with Chris Bryant, there's there's not a whole lot of other, you know, clear starting caliber third baseman. And Diamondbacks need one. So Eduardo Escobar does make some sense. And I think you're right, Derek. I don't think he would really cost that much. So I think that's that's reasonable. Whether it happens, again, I'm skeptical. It's just kind of weird. It doesn't happen very much where a guy returns to the team that he got traded from at the deadline. But Eduardo Escobar was, uh, you know, has been a big part of this team for a few years. So I wouldn't uh, wouldn't be too, too shocked if that happened. And I like the fact that he would probably sign with the Diamondbacks for cheaper than he would sign with anyone else. It's possible. Yeah. Right. He has experience here. It's possible. I mean, it's not like a hometown situation necessarily, but I mean, I, I guess he might, I mean, he might still, you know, have a house or whatnot in Arizona. It's definitely, definitely a possibility. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, but the Diamondbacks need a third baseman one way or another. I mean, you're, I don't think you're going into next season with, you know, a Josh Van Meter, uh, you know, Josh Rojas situation, right? Like they need someone who's more of a true third baseman. Drew Ellis came up at the end of last season and uh, really struggled offensively. So I'm not sure he's really a long-term solution at this point. Well, I'll tell you what's not a long-term solution is uh, what the Tampa Bay Rays did with Wander Franco. It's Wander Franco? Am I, yeah. I'm probably, okay. Yeah, 12... Yeah. 12-year deal, Jesse. 12-year deal. Wait, what? Rays agreed to a 12-year deal with Wander Franco, former number one prospect. When did did this happen? I was not aware. Wander Franco signed for 12 years with the Rays? 12-year deal. Rays agreed. Yeah. Yeah. How much is it for? Um, that I don't have right here in front of me, but I will find out for you. But, 
Um, I did. Rad. I, I, want, <laughs> I don't want the Arizona Diamondbacks to ever do that as long as they live, despite how That's much we've insane. talked about wanting to. Oh my gosh. I mean, okay. So 12 year deal is in like 185 million guaranteed, maximum worth up to $223 million over 12 years. I'm honestly surprised that Wander Franco did that because. I mean, he's a big, big time player. I mean, he struggled out of the gate this season and then he got really good really fast. And he's the kind of guy who could get, you know, like a Fernando Tatis, Francisco Lindor type deal that's up into the 300s. So I'm actually kind of surprised that he that he agreed to that. But I assume what you're saying is that it's 12 years like from now. It's not like he signed a 12 year extension. Correct. Yeah, yeah, 20, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to hit free agency in like 2030. <laughs> so I don't know if they're signing him until yeah, he's like is, 57 years old. This is the but... rest of his career. He's done. <laughs> this is what he's going to spend the rest of his career. I mean, All it right. could be still. I mean, 12 years. He's a young guy. So, I mean, he. I think he'd be 33 at the end of that deal, something sure. like that. So he might have some some career left. All right. Well, I have another name for you. Uh, former San Diego Padres outfielder Tommy Pham. Mm. Tommy, I like Tommy Pham. Uh, it's partially because I kind of hated him on the Padres. He's just one of those that's, like that's always a good reason to want a guy on your team. Yeah, because you know why you hated him. You hated he's him because he was good like, and he's, a pest. Like, yeah. he's a he's a good base runner, and he. I remember especially at the beginning of uh, twenty twenty. When the Diamondbacks opened the season against the Padres, Tommy Pham was just like running wild around the bases in that series. And uh, yeah, he has he has some, you know, some upside. He didn't have that great of a year this past season in San Diego. That's part of the reason that things didn't uh, didn't pan out so well for them. But, um, Again, but yeah, that's the reason why for me personally, I think that he could be such a big Black Friday deal for the Diamondbacks. Right. Um, yeah. Again, a guy that just kind of needs a change of scenery, a guy that's around potentially just kind of a disruptive clubhouse right now that that isn't unified right i'm not saying that the padres can't get you know everybody back on the same page but we saw sure. we saw a lot of friction uh, going on with that team this year so uh, i don't know be... if tommy fam is a good center fielder at this point in his career he's probably well, a bit of a liability in center but wouldn't we need a corner outfielder at this point too uh, I mean, sort of. I mean, David Peralta is probably your starting left fielder. And then in right field, it's Pavin Smith and Josh Rojas. And like, there's so, some there's some room. I mean, there's Jake McCarthy, too. So, so like, we're, there's some we're room staying, for another we're, guy. But, we're staying with Pavin Smith in right field because I don't I don't want to do that. I, I mean, I mean, it depends on the decision they make with Christian Walker. If they non-tender Christian Walker, then uh, then Pavin Smith probably scoots over to first base. And, you know, maybe you do actually find yourself with a need in right field uh did you perhaps write a little something about non-tendering christian walker jesse yeah i thought i might have at some point i don't yeah, know Yeah, i think you might have so maybe uh, <laughs> I, ate check out, I don't know <laughs> check out gophnx.com and see if jesse did you can become a member over there uh sign up for either an annual membership option which will get you a free t-shirt over at phnxlocker.com or you can get the month-to-month -month option uh for just 50 cents you'll get your first month and again it's a little stocking stuffer for you You get your first month for 50 cents you decide you like it you get your uh annual membership you get your free t-shirt you become one of our family members uh you show up to our events you show up to friendsgiving we we podcast with you uh we we 
We become friends with your friends. Well, we drink together. This is the way that this happens. Come become a <laughs> member of the family. <laughs> Jesse's far away still, and he can't do these things, but you can by becoming a member of the PHNX family. Remember, we have our uh, members-only Discord. We have our members-only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. And again, just go check out what the D- uh, Coyotes and the Suns are doing. We're the D-backs. Excuse me. Uh, but check out what the Suns and the Coyotes are doing because, of course, uh, they might have a little offer to sweeten the pot as far as getting an annual membership. So uh, go do that, and we we love you for it. If you're already a member, thank you so much for being one. Uh, we appreciate uh, you guys ch- checking out the show and checking out all of the content on gophnx.com. Uh, but, Jesse, I'm going to give you a, a couple more. Um, okay, okay. One more. One One's a pitcher, and I would just I just like this guy. I just like him. It's okay. Joe, Joe Kelly from the Dodgers. Ooh, you like Joe Kelly, huh? I, I don't know why. I think he brings a certain level of toughness. Again, he's the 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 crying face, you know. Yeah, thing. yeah. That's something you hate if he's not on your team. But if he's on your if team, he's on your team. Yeah, that's yeah. my speed. I like that. Joe uh, Kelly. I mean, he was still really effective for the Dodgers last year, and I don't think he's he's not one of those relievers who's about to get you know four years and you know fifty million or something ridiculous like that. Um, he's definitely kind of nearing the end of his career now, but still very effective. He was really good for the Dodgers this last season. So I I'm, I'm on board with that, Derek. I think that could be a good pickup. He's going to have a lot of suitors, right? Like the diamond sure. aren't going to be the only team in on him. Kirby Do- Yates is maybe a little more their speed given the yeah. question marks with for Tommy sure. John surgery and whatever, sure. but, yeah. but he's a, he's a compelling guy and, and they, you know, they need some, some anchors for this bullpen who are a little bit more stable than, you know, the JB Wendelkins and, uh, Noe Ramirez uh, types that the Diamondbacks have floating around. Regardless of what they do, they 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 need to bring in talent, right? It doesn't matter the yeah. experience, the mentor part, all that part's great. Leading leading by example is is fine too. We don't necessarily need uh, mentors as much as now they need like actual able bodied pitchers that can get outs and be productive for them. Uh, Kelly yeah. has a. 2.86 ERA and a 0.98 whip this year yeah. for the Dodgers. Good so, stuff. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, good stuff. All right, I'm going to give you one last one, and this one's kind of uh, – I'm going to make you make a choice here. Ooh. World Series champions, Atlanta Braves, Eddie Rosario, Jock Peterson, or Jorge Soler. Oh, man. I have to pick one out of those three. You get one out of those three. Mm. Okay, say them one more time. Jorge Soler, Eddie Rosario, Jock Peterson. All outfielders. All outfielders. Um, hmm. I think um, – so Jock Peterson, I think, kind of is what he is at this point. I think we kind of know who Jock Peterson is. Um, Eddie Rosario had an incredible postseason. I mean, he was just unbelievable in the World Series – um, and I, lo- I always loved him on the twins too. He's just an easy guy to root for. So I love me some Eddie Rosario, but I think I might go Jorge Soler out of that list. Um, it would depend on what the price is because based on what Soler did in the postseason, I think he severely escalated too um, expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But, but would you say, wouldn't you say the same thing about Eddie Rosario too, though? 
Well, not really, not as much because Eddie Rosario is just a pretty established player at this point. People kind of know what he is. Jorge Soler has had a very weird up and down career, right? Like with the Royals, just like the youngest of the three, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. The youngest of the three. And uh, with the Royals a couple seasons ago, the guy hit almost 50 home runs. I mean, he's had, he's had stints in the majors where you're like, oh my gosh, this dude is the real deal. Um, and this past season was not one of them. People forget that they think Jorge Soler in the playoffs and they think of this, you know, monstrous cleanup hitter type. He wasn't that way for, for the Braves, right? I mean, he's sort of floated around the last couple of years for a reason. He's kind of struggled a little bit and he's also not a very good defender. Um, but the diamondbacks don't necessarily, like we said earlier in right fields that, you know, they don't necessarily have a firm everyday option at this point. Um, if the DH comes to the national league and we already have a long list of, of, you know, positionally confused, uh, diamondbacks prospects who, who may, you know, who may be a good fit for that. But, uh, but Jorge Soler has upside Derek. And at this point, what I've said is that I want the diamondbacks, if they're not spending that much money, I want them to chase after upside because that is what is going to, you know, give them unprecedented value at the trade deadline that they could potentially move to other teams. That's what's going to give them pieces that could even stay here, uh, you know, long-term and, uh, and really establish themselves here in this organization. So I would rather them go after upside and just see what happens. And like we've said, they don't have much to lose and you go get Jorge Soler. I don't think you'd have much to lose there either. I love that idea. And I love your reasoning behind it. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more, but I also think he is like, like going after Jorge Soler is like going after buying a car right now. Something you are very familiar with. Cars are very expensive. <laughs> they are. Used cars yes. are somehow more expensive than new cars. Yeah. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me, Jesse, and I'm very confused, but um, I will say this. I'm going to let you guys in on my DraftKings pick of the week. And it's not even my DraftKings pick of the week, but just reminder, go over DraftKings, use our code of PHNX uh, over at DraftKings Sportsbook app, and you will get uh, $100 in free bets for betting $1 on any NFL or NBA game uh, as long as those teams score some points. And as long as they score, you score. Uh, our friend Espo, Greg Gregory Esposito, he has won in back-to-back nights $2,500 dollars oh my gosh 25 did, did another one of his stupid like who's gonna score first in the suns game did another he one did of those hit two nights in a row yeah oh and both gosh. nights both nights it was it was jay crowder both nights oh so and uh, that's all i'm telling you guys to do i am telling you guys to go bet on jay crowder to make the first field goal in tomorrow's game uh against the brooklyn nets that's what i'm telling you to do i i know it's there's a, there's no way it can happen again, right? Or can it? Or know. can it? Uh, <laughs> I will just say that uh, you never know what's going to happen, and uh, even even our man Shane Diefenbach, aka the Diefenlock, got in on it with uh, a little five dollar bet on, and that made him sixty bucks. 
uh, just on a five dollar bet. Espo's out here throwing a hundred dollars at it because he's big time and he rolls like that. Espo's bold. I mean, like that's a lot incredible. of money to throw on who's gonna score oh, first. Jesse, I mean, I that's was, just like a crapshoot. I mean, nobody knows who's gonna score first. I was throwing fifty dollars on the Coyotes to lose every single game, so I don't even know what's happened <laughs> around here. But things have gone <laughs> off the rails. Let me tell you. But uh, that's my DraftKings pick of the week. Remember, uh, go over to PHNX, sign up at gophnx.com to become uh, a member you can get an annual membership or the month-to-month option uh, we appreciate you guys doing that so much of course if you're listening to this right now on your favorite audio podcasting app please subscribe sign sign up uh, get, give us a five-star review if you would be so inclined uh, also go over to youtube sign up there and sign up for notifications so that way you get all of this hot fresh arizona sports uh, baked content uh, you can get us on social media of course i am at cap underscore caveman with a k jesse is at jesse and freeman our show is at uh, PHNX underscore D-backs, but of course, all roads lead to PHNX underscore sports, and that is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, for we, we, We're so thankful for you, and we promise. How, how many that- other shows out there post on, on Thanksgiving Day and Black Friday? I, I don't know, Jesse. Like, where know else what, are you going to get what, any? What? Like, I'm not just talking about D-backs content. I'm like, like what sports show in the state of Arizona operates on Thanksgiving day and on black Friday. You're, you're making me think about this too much. And I'm really starting to think that you and I signed up for something that we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into, but <laughs> who you know, needs days off right Derek? Who before I off? have an existential crisis, I just want to remind you guys on behalf of Jesse and myself, we thank you for checking out this show. No matter if it's Thanksgiving, black Friday, Christmas, Hanukkah, it doesn't matter. We are here for you this entire holiday season, this entire off season. We're always here. We're always talking about D-backs uh, and we appreciate and thank you for checking out the show. Uh, and remember kids, baseball is fun, but it's way more fun when Jesse doesn't point out how often we're here on holidays. <laughs>